0: Who are you? Friends call me
1: Zeke. Zeke, the plumber?
2: Fantasy, 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 fantasy football!
0: That was kind of indulgent. What was? Your uh, your little ditty at the front with a uh, Zeke Zeke diploma, Yeah,
2: but tell me that that wasn't awesome.
0: It was pretty awesome, but uh, you know, I, don't, I this podcast isn't just about you.
2: Yeah, but it's like a new addition to the league, uh, which we'll probably get into.
0: Sure, and I just, I just some good drops. That, Did you? It wasn't like a Hawaiian punch like commercial. Yeah, I played mean, in its you... entirety.
2: By all means, if you want to add Hawaiian Punch drops to the soundboard,
0: no thanks. Did
2: you peep the soundboard? Did you see those drops before hearing them?
0: Uh, no, I did. I haven't looked at the soundboard since last week.
1: Zeke, the plumber.
0: So good. Wow. I didn't. I didn't realize that was two drops.
2: Yeah, it was two. Had to play them back to back to get the full effect. Mm. Should we get into the origin of that?
0: The uh,
2: like, shoot. The
0: Zeke the plumber? Yeah. We well, should talk about Salute Your Shorts for sure.
2: So I guess we can't really get there without explaining that that is now my team
0: name. Yeah. Well, you're Zeke and the plumbers. Right. Zeke
2: yeah, and the plumbers.
0: My, a nice new logo.
2: With a finely crafted logo. Zeke and the Plumbers, obviously coming from Zeke the Plumber. Just heard the drops from Salute Your Shorts. What do you have to say about Zeke the Plumber?
0: Uh, I he made a big impact on me, obviously, uh, because we referenced him two episodes ago, uh, and he was like a sort of a throwaway, like poor man's Michael Myers from like one like, scary story from one episode of, like, a 100-episode show on Nickelodeon 25 years ago.
2: Yeah, but did you know that that was, like, the second episode of that show?
0: Really? I had no idea. I would have guessed it would have, looked like, a later season. Yeah,
2: when I started searching for the YouTube clips, it was, like, Salute Your Shorts, episode two. I guess I didn't check to see which season, but in my head, I was just like, wow, that was, like, they really... They really played their cards right off the bat.
0: Yeah, they're like we got Zeke the plumber, and Zeke, then Donkey Zeke the Lips plumber is in our back having pocket. a crush on a girl, and that's it.
2: We're worried about our four episodes that have been picked up getting extended, so we're just going to drop Zeke the plumber right away.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I mean that was one of the big things from that show. Another thing is when the like camp counselor guy knows the color of a giraffe's tongue. Yes, and they they win whatever on the radio show, and the yeah. camp counselor takes it. Yeah. Uh, then there's Donkey Lips having a crush on um, one of the other girls on at the camp, um, and he like and he ha- and he like uh, develops photographs or something or has her do it. I don't know. Those, yeah. are, the, those are like the big three things I remember.
2: Fleeting memories, but. Zeke, so before I had to go searching the internet to find video for those those drops, my memory of Zeke the plumber was basically just that he was like a scary plumber that showed up in your dreams, but some of the small details I had forgotten, like his nose.
0: Um, I know he carried around a plunger, which is not lethal in any way. Like, I'm not sure why he was scary. He so, looked like like
2: I I just I remembered him being scary like I remember it being uncomfortable to see or think about Zeke the plumber uh so I figured that it would just be like a pretty traditionally scary guy like he must physically harm people or like spook people and then when I watched the clip he was like a pretty just like I don't he seemed pretty normal And pretty like unthreatening. But the whole thing was that he like lived inside your head. And he would use the plunger to like suck your thoughts out. And he like blackmailed the kids there. Like one of the kids had a stuffed animal. uh, Like a comfort stuffed animal. And he didn't want the other kids in camp to know about it. But in his dreams, Zeke, like, sucked that out of his brain with his plunger and then got on a megaphone and told the whole camp about it. So that's why it was, like, a nightmare. Um, Before we get into the football, any other uh, scary characters from your childhood
0: that you want to talk about? Uh, Do you remember that? Can we do books? Sure. Remember that lady who, like, held her head on with, like, a ribbon? And then Uh, she took the ribbon off and her head fell off. Is that a
2: Goosebumps or is it? something else no it was do you remember this
0: it was a it was like a book that mom would read us and she was just like she was dating a dude and he wanted her to take off the ribbon and she refused to ever do it and then before their wedding she she said she'd take it off and then her head fell off oh
2: no is this was that like a shell silverstein or was it not
0: no like i but like the same age range, you know, maybe yeah. even younger. Uh, well, I have to ask mom about it, but yeah, that shit scarred me.
2: Uh, so her head fell off.
0: Yeah, like, my dick yeah. fell off.
2: Get it? Yeah, I got it. I that mean, was, when else you gonna good. use that? That was good. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so just a book that's what you brought to the table. Uh, I don't know how far back we should go with these references, but. I will say that there was a, and I don't know if it was a Halloween episode or just an episode of, what was that castle show? Like re- think real young. Eureka's oh, Castle. Eureka's Castle. And there was like a, there was an episode where there was just a giant spider. So Eureka's Castle was like a bunch of puppets that lived in a castle together. Yeah. It was essentially Sesame Street in one of the episodes there was just like a giant spider puppet that was obviously like scary. Like they played scary music whenever he showed up and all the other puppets were scared of him. And I don't think he actually like ate anybody or did anything like that. But for some reason that fucking spider just freaked me out. And I can remember vividly, being in the laundry room at the Hollister house and mom was like doing laundry. And I was super scared to look into the dryer because I was convinced that that spider was going to come out of it.
0: Well, mom really just let us watch and read whatever the fuck we wanted. huh? Uh,
2: Well, considering that we all watched scream as a family when it came out, which I don't know, you're like smart with stuff like that. You can do the math to figure out how old I was. But Uh, I was not,
0: I think (laughs) it was around 96. I was not old enough to be watching that. You were at most seven.
2: Yeah. And I don't think I had seen anything remotely close to that dark at that point in my life. And I remember that scene where they're, it's like at the end, they're at the party or whatever, and they're all like stabbing each other. And I like kind of felt ill as like a small child like i was like <laughs> like my stomach hurt
0: yeah yeah i uh yeah i don't know mom just got me into horror movies from a young age and they've never really bothered me but that one definitely sticks out like i think that was like scarred into my mind wow since i was yeah, thank, eight
2: thanks mom and dad
0: yeah
2: all right um let's uh let's move on You want to do waivers? We'll talk about you. You were the most active on the waivers.
0: It was a weird learning experience for us all because no one really seemed to have done fab except me. Yeah, and and with that came no one bidding anything but zero dollars. Yeah, other than well, me.
2: I so I have. A theory on that. Everyone else's bids were zero dollars.
1: Nothing
0: zero, yeah.
2: If you do it on your phone, I didn't see where you put in your bid. Am I wrong?
0: Uh, you definitely can. I did it. I did do it on my computer though, well, um, but c- it's probably not that obvious. Because um,
2: today, I I was you know looking at well what what waivers, if any, might I want to put in, and I started on my phone and. I clicked, you know, add this person or submit a claim for this person. And then it took me It like a dialogue box came up that was like, add this person, drop this person. And my options were yes, do it and cancel. And I hadn't put in any kind of fab bid yet. So I like freaked out and canceled it, but I couldn't see where to put that in. I didn't know if I pressed yes, do it, if I would then be prompted to put in my fab bid, but I freaked out. So I just went on the computer and confirmed that on like the desktop, it's very obvious.
0: Yeah. You can also, um, edit it later. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So everyone put $0 bids in except me. So on one hand I got the three people I wanted. And on the other hand, I spent so much more money than I needed to. Mm -hmm. Um, so I spent, I spent, $29 29 dollars on three players. Uh, Randall Cobb cost me 14 dollars, Philip Lindsay cost me 11 and Quincy Enwon cost me 4.
2: Do you feel like you got almost like reverse hustled by the league because no one else spent any money and you were spending some cash?
0: Yeah, I do. And I I what I am a proponent of spending a little bit early you know i'm already getting to the cusp of man i don't want to spend anything for a few weeks yeah uh just just to see how everything shakes out um but the killer here for me even though i love that i have quincy and nunwa yeah i dropped keelan cole you know the week but like days before a great performance against the patriots And with that catch he had, like now he's on everyone's radar. Cause like his game was good, but without that catch, no one would be like, Man, he's incredible. But with that catch, it's like, he's like Odell Beckham Jr.
2: Do you think that he waited to break out until you had dropped him?
0: Yeah, I think he is (laughs) all. Yeah, he's just been trying to bait you into getting me drop. He is he is in cahoots with the rest of the league to uh to hurt me. But right. I mean even if even if uh even if I if I don't get him on my team, he uh you know he I drafted him I expected something of him and so you I want just, a
2: little bit of credit if he just, balls
0: out just a little bit. I mean I do have Quincy and Noonwor on first. I'm um, i I think I still would prefer because the amount of targets he's getting, yeah, which I think it is like twenty one after two weeks,
2: yeah, uh definitely of those three, the best return on investment for you, and probably to this point, the best return on investment for any waiver pickup, I would say
0: I agree, um, we'll see though I mean. You got that James White that Greg's trying to trade, so we'll see That's how that true. goes. Um,
2: I still am a little bit surprised that he was not drafted. Did you want to talk about any of those people otherwise, or are we going to get into that in the next
0: segment? Yeah, let's let's get to trades because a couple of these guys were involved. In- uh,
2: this is your favorite drop. We're going to talk uh, about your bullshit trades.
1: Oh, my God, <laughs> old man Clemens hates shit. Here he comes. What hell is it? What do you want? Mm. Judas Priest Barber is one of those flaming bags again. Oh no! Don't put it out with your boots, Dad. <laughs> Don't tell me my business, devil woman. Call the fire department. Oh. This one's out of control. <laughs> <It> poop again. <laughs> he caught the
0: shit. Poop. <laughs> Did you let that entire scene play? No, <laughs> I didn't.
2: That's what you're not realizing is that I had to cut a bunch out and like stitch it together do a bunch of tricks to make it that smooth. It's it's a really long scene.
0: All right, well, I'll, I'll try not bridge to trade version. this week so we don't have to listen to it. It's um, a great drop. it great I mean, it's a great drop, I admit it, but it's just, it's so long.
2: Well, we teased it at the end of the last episode, your hot pursuit for Jay Yep. And what happened?
0: I got him. He cost a pretty penny, but I got him. Yay! Uh, uh,
2: with so you traded with me?
0: Yeah, I did. So I traded Ezekiel Elliott, wow. Randall Cobb, wow. and Alshon Jeffrey, wow, Devonte Adams, and JJ.
2: Yeah. So I feel like this deserves a little bit of, I uh, don't maybe explanation. Sure. Uh, I don't know. Do you? Yeah. I think on I mean, paper, some people might look at that and be like, oh, that's not an even trade.
0: I mean, I think Ezekiel Elliott obviously has by far the most name value. Yeah. Um, Alshon Jeffrey last year was awesome, but he hasn't played a game yet. Yeah. Um, so I think most people would look at this and say they'd rather have Ezekiel Elliott, Randall Cobb, and Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. I'd agree. It, and, and honestly, I think probably most people are right. Uh but I I don't like Ezekiel Elliott. Just like I just don't like him. I don't want him on my team. Yeah. I love Jay Ajayi, So I deva- I don't I underrate Elliot. I overrate Ajayi. Yeah. And then Devontae Adams is, you know, really good wide receiver. So now I have two players on my team that I'll start versus Right. One that I was starting, and then one that I won't be able to start for a few weeks. So, you know, it felt it felt good, um, but I think short term, I feel like it, it helped my team. Long term, I think it's really going to help yours.
2: Yeah, I mean, I had kind of prepared a an explanation or a defense. Uh, I was anticipating a little bit um, someone maybe sending a message, uh, you know, like this, that, what the fuck is that trade kind of thing. And you kind of got into it, but I think that you just have to look at roster construction, number one. And really one of the things that it came down to was you were getting two starters. And by the way, I had offered you Kenny stills in this trade as well, but there was some issue with like bench spots or something. You didn't want to drop anybody to get Kenny stills um
0: yeah yeah. so it was a
2: three for three on you know when it was agreed upon but um you were getting two starters back whereas at the time the trade was going through i was only getting one you know randall cobb is a fringe starter in our league um and he 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 was a waiver pickup that that week so
0: yeah i sent him to you just as a hey you can have him until alshon jeffrey is healthy yeah. Um, and I'm I'm stacked with wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like I wasn't too worried about it. Like right now I have Doug Baldwin and Julian Edelman right. aren't playing, but they're going to be back in a couple weeks. Right yeah. Now. So I just didn't need Cobb. Um, so at the end of the day, I think this, this trade hurt my t- team just a little bit in the long term but i i needed to become a giant punch
2: yeah so that's the other thing that this trade led to was a chain uh, a name change for both our teams along with a logo change so you went with uh vagina punch and your logo is what
0: it's jay a giant punch combo Hey, that's pretty good.
2: So it's just, uh...
0: Yeah, just J J.J.'s
2: face on the the guy, the little Hawaiian guy.
0: Yeah. Vagina punch. It says a giant punch and, in the right. Hawaiian punch font. Right, it says vagina
2: so- punch. So, and then, uh, I obviously got Zeke. Thus came Zeke and the plumbers. Not really much else to say about that. You made another trade.
0: I did, so, uh... Aaron and I had been going back and forth for a while on trades. Uh, I really wanted... Okay, well, Stop. hang on.
2: Is going back and forth an accurate portrayal of what was happening?
0: Well, she had sent me a few counter offers. Bruh. Like, I... At first, like, through week one, it really was me just, like, going... Just just trolling her with trades but after that podcast, I sort of laid low and then I made like one final uh, offer that I thought was pretty good. She countered, I countered that counter, you know, and then we, we came to this agreement. The final thing was, you know, like I did end up offering this trade, but it was a slight tweak on one that she had done uh, where Christian McCaffrey wasn't involved. Uh, I sent Trey Burton, Royce Freeman, Drew Brees, and Philip Lindsay for Kirk Cousins, Zach Ertz, and Dion Lewis.
2: I'm not ready to move on from you making this sound like it was a two-way street. Not that the trade that went through wasn't, but I don't know how accurate it is that you're saying after the podcast you laid low. And I have a little insider information Uh, Aaron sent me a screenshot of a trade that you had sent her in this time period where you were supposedly laying low and it, I, I don't even, I like it, the, the number of players for each team that were involved stacked up on top of each other, where you would like view the trade was so many that you had to like scroll. It was essentially you trying to trade like your entire team for her entire team. So I don't know how that's laying low. It was like a six-player for six-player swap.
0: When I say lay low, I mean if I offered 10 trades week one, I probably offered four week two. Uh, this was a 6v6 trade where I would take LeGarrette Blunt and uh, Taewon Taylor off her hands. It would have given her a lot of depth that I think she needs, and it would have given me you know, a, a couple better starters. Um, I can understand why it would be intimidating to look at, but I was just trying to stir the pot, you know,
2: let's, let's keep it here. Do you want to get Greg, Definitely Greg and potentially Aaron in on some, some of this analysis.
0: That's fine.
2: Uh, yeah, let's give, let's give Greg a call
1: zeke the plumber was one of the best episodes of salute your ever uh
2: can you just fill us in on your recollection of zeke the plumber
1: uh, i don't know if he was a former camp counselor or not but he definitely worked at the camp at one point he had a messed up nose um that was i don't know if it was broken or gone yeah, but like it was missing, or I think, and then oh no, uh, he would continuously like scare the kids. But I'm pretty sure that uh, Zeke and Bull were like the the bad guys, or the guys that actually were running it. But I don't know. It was kind of oh. like a Scooby Doo. Like they pulled the mask off, and it was oh, really? so
2: his mask came off at some. I no, don't pretty...
1: remember this at all. I'm pretty sure it was either like, you know, like the head lifeguard. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like he was like the guy actually as Zeke the Plumber. And well, they both had was... a nose thing
2: because he always had suntan lotion on his nose.
1: Right. What was the redhead's name though? Buttnick. Buttnick and Bull? <laughs> I don't
2: remember Bull at
1: all. Who was the kid who was like, this thing fell apart?
2: Donkey Lips?
1: Donkey Lips. Donkey Lips.
2: Awful Awful Waffles.
1: Yeah. Waffle waffles my brother gave me an awful waffle once
2: do you remember what the like significance of zeke's nose missing was was that ever explained like did they say that so he couldn't smell the shit
1: yeah it was it was oh god i don't remember just great urban legends for our youth it's like the fiji flu from rocket power
2: that's a little i think i was a little too old at that point
1: how about... Um, I had other interests. Think Big from, oh, uh, yeah. Doug. from Doug. Yeah, Doug's off, fucking great. Banging on a streetlight, strumming on a banjo. That's right.
0: Um, Some little boys keeps calling me, calling me. Think Big! <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Um, There was also uh, Waffle Feet. He was one of the bad guys that Doug would imagine in his brain. Or Durango Doug was my favorite character. Yeah, he was a, he was a stud. did you guys watch Hey Dude? Yeah, of course. Hey Dude, it's a little wild, little strange. All those,
2: all those hot ass chicks in their jeans.
1: I uh, <laughs> I, I watched a the boat, all the.
0: Rain. I watched the Hey Dude episode. I don't know, four years ago. That show's fucking terrible.
2: Was Hey Dude before or after Wild and Crazy Kids? I don't Aaron.
0: remember.
1: Erin says before because she doesn't remember. Hey, dude, but she remembers Wild and Crazy Kids.
2: Got it. Do
1: you remember the show that was on like ABC on Saturday mornings called um, Slam Dunk or like High Flyers? It was a basketball show. No, um, you're
0: making this up. No. I'm going to
1: send you. Like, no, it was about like one of the Bears linebackers from like the 1986 team was the coach. I swear to God. It was like Saved by the Bell, but they were a basketball
0: team.
2: I don't remember this at all. I think that was Air Bud.
0: Yeah, golden receiver. Yeah, can we talk about fantasy football?
1: We have to. Sorry, you're my only friends.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before we called you, we were just discussing Keith's trade with Aaron, the blockbuster
1: trade. Yeah, let's get into it.
2: Uh, so we went over who got traded. Let's hear a little bit of the analysis from Aaron's
1: camp. Yeah, Aaron. Happy about it? Tell us your thoughts on the trade, Aaron. Well, it was the only trade that didn't include Christian McCaffrey. so Nice. I was into it, um, and it got me some more running backs, which I was very weak on the running backs. Um, mm-hmm. Plot twist, I accepted it, and then I was nowhere near Greg, or anyone actually. So I accepted the trade offer and then it told me I had to drop players. That was stressful. So I Ooh. just picked two of the uglier people uh-huh. and don't even remember their names.
2: Uh I know that one was
0: Taewon Taylor. Um I thought it was just Taewon Taylor. Yeah, you only had to drop one. It was Taewon Taylor.
1: Okay. Well it it was very stressful. Tawan Well, you nailed it. Uh, I think both teams are kind of happy, or a little more happy. Now that we're, uh, I mean, Keith's got the trade that he looked for, and Erin's and got Keith off her back.
2: Uh, Aaron, can you just confirm for us whether Keith has stopped sending you trade offers at this point?
1: I can confirm. Okay, good. Um, I did get an email about a trade yes. offer, and I was ready to drive over to Air and strangle Keith. Um, oh, but it no. turned out it was a giant.
2: Ooh. So now Ooh. we got more
1: people looking for Christian McCaffrey, and apparently they're not listening to the podcast because I'm not giving up Christian McCaffrey.
2: Okay, listen up. Aaron is not trading Christian McCaffrey. Whatever right. you guys do, do not send Aaron trade offers for Christian McCaffrey.
0: Can you, uh, why don't Too you uh, dish a little dirt about what he was offering?
1: <laughs> yeah, let's lift <laughs> the veil on
0: that a little bit. She doesn't remember. Uh Man, I'm so curious now.
1: Well, the Kittle Giants are—I think they're already stacked. They—they they did well this week. They kicked my ass, so I
0: don't know if he really oh, needs did that. Did you want to do
2: a little—a little look back at the games,
0: Greg? No. Yeah, let's, think, do, it. let's I, do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, here we go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so big I told I look back at it. Whoa. Look back at it.
2: Last week look back. Uh that's actually the first one right off the top. That uh Greg and uh and Curtis, Kittle Giants, their matchup. That is our matchup massacre.
1: Greg what happened I make the analogy of when Kane and Stone Cold first had, had the first first blood match um it was it was literally just like the greatest thing watching that match but then being on the other side where I was like feeling like Kane just continuously getting pummeled and pummeled um or mankind getting jump jumping off the hell in the cell that's what it felt like this Sunday when he got was, broken in half when I just got broken in half.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 50.72 points. It's a big gap. Fatality. <laughs> you
1: know, my, my asshole's been gapped before, but not like that. <laughs> I think that's gaped. Gaped, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever.
2: All right, let's. So. Our ultimate upset, our closest competition, those are the same. So uh, that was Bryce and Mark, a horse named Pavel, and uh, versus Mark's team. Let's uh, let's play it for Mark. How- I know Mark was uh, a little upset by what happened this last week because he sent me a text. Uh, I can't remember if it was Sunday night or Monday, but he sent me a text that just said, Pavel's horse just pissed me off. So I I know he was paying attention, and uh, I know that uh, he was not super happy about it. So he was projected to win by 10 points. And Bryce ended up beating him by, like, four. So not a massive swing, but I think that was actually our only matchup where the person who was projected to win lost.
0: He scored 166 points, and he lost.
2: Damn. Yeah, that is... um, It's like
0: 70 more points than me.
2: That's why (laughs) it was also our closest competition. So close. This is uh just bad luck for Mark because last the the opening week his team played well so his team played well but you dropped him in the power rankings and uh, and I made the point that like why should he fall in the power rankings if he won and his team didn't even play that well but he still won that was it yes so he's um, like two yeah his team looks strong
0: it does uh, and bryce's team had like i think the best performance they're gonna have all year massive performances
2: do you want me to tell you how he
0: did it yes aj
2: green had three receptions for three touchdowns in like three minutes juju smith schuster had 19 targets Todd Gurley had three touchdowns and two two two-point conversions. and Jimmy Graham had 100 yards receiving against the Vikings. And Kenny Galladay put up a line of six for 89 and one. Just not, none of that's going to happen. Well, most of that's not going to happen again, and certainly it's not all going to happen on the same week.
0: No, I mean, A.J. Green and Todd Gurley, I think A.J. Green had five receptions for 69 yards, and three of those receptions were for a TD. Todd Gurley had 19 carries with only 42 yards, but he had all three rushing TDs. It's fucking nuts.
2: Three TDs and two two two-point conversions. That's, what, 24 points or something by itself? 22 points. uh, More than 20 points by itself without any of the yardage or receptions.
0: It's nuts. Um, It's nuts.
2: Greg? Greg?
1: Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good.
0: You're very engaged, huh? Uh,
1: uh, listen, Aaron, I was trying to explain what Juju Smith uh, re- is a real person.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you want to get into the Keith of the Week? Oh, God. Let's name I. the Keith of the Week. Dude, I would, Keith of I, the I, Week I, is... I, I, Keith Junior.
1: That's awesome me
2: fuck. you did it you made it to be in the keith of the week you made a bunch of moves uh you scored the third most points in the league and you won your matchup congratulations
0: yeah you're fuck still keith, keith jr. jr you're
2: still keith jr but you're the keith of the week
0: yeah well i outscored him this week nice
2: all right do you want to do fun facts
0: oh god do i um, this. this is
2: a new, uh, a new segment, a new one of our rotating segments. So, um, let's hit in with the premiere.
0: And keeps going.
2: You ready to hear your drop? Yes. Did you peep it? No. All right, it's nothing special. This is kind of strange. Yeah, strange, Charlie, but it's fun. <laughs> 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 That's
0: awesome. Uh, what's uh, that guy's
2: name? G- Uncle Charlie or some shit? No, that's uh, <laughs> Grandpa Joe? <laughs> Uncle
0: Joe. Grandpa Joe, yeah. Getting crazy. Grandpa Joe, he's married to Grandpa Josephine. Gr- yeah. Crazy not George ask- or Georgina, though.
2: When they start like tripping on acid in that tunnel on that boat.
1: The
0: fizzy whiskey. So strange. Fizzy. Yes, crazy, Charlie, but it's fun.
2: <laughs> Dudes right, just turned up. All right, let's do it.
0: All right, fun fact Keith Sr. has the most points in the league and is the only remaining undefeated team, but his point total this week was not a top-four performance. Wow. should have lost. Wow. How fun is that? That is. And no one even knows who he
1: is. (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit.
0: He's Keith Sr.
1: He's not in the family.
0: Uh, Fun fact, Bryce's points against for the year is uh, 325.1, which is 11 points higher than Keith Sr.'s points total for the year. Wow. Bryce is getting fucked.
2: Yeah. Wow. That sucks. And he
0: is family.
2: And his team's still showing up, so that's good.
0: Yeah. All right. Another fun fact. Bryce currently holds the title for most points in a week with 169.78, mm-hmm. which is exactly one more point than Keith Senior's week one total. The Surprise, motherfucker! Nice. Uh, you can't handle these fun facts. How about how many are there? The- the only team to have a top four points total performance in both weeks uh-huh. is Mark.
2: Nice. I have a feeling that a lot of this is going to influence the changes in your power rankings.
0: He scored the second most points this week and lost. Yeah, that's rough. Greg, Greg, get ready for these. The, la- the next three really involve Greg. you.
1: I can't wait. All right. All here? right.
0: All right. Fun fact, Aaron and Greg are separated by less than one point in points scored for the year.
2: Wow, that's fucking romantic.
0: We're separated by no points in our hearts. (laughs) Excellent. All right, here we go. Greg became the first team to score fewer than 100 points. Had he had the right start-sit decisions, he could have scored over 139 points. Oh,
2: my God, you did? I have to look at this
0: the next fact is way more fun than that one though i like let me know if you're ready for i gotta pull this up
2: so he scored less than 100 points but just by tweaking his start sits he would have scored almost 140 yep who showed up that he benched well just can
0: i let me let me say this fun fact if greg benched all his starters and played all his bench players (laughs) he would have scored 98.8 points without starting a single qb he scored 98.2 points this week.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, man. man.
1: <laughs> I didn't start OJ Howard. Uh,
2: Understandable.
1: I was told all, all day last week to get rid of Amari Cooper by Keith. Yeah. So I
0: so I sit him, and he goes off. He
2: I think Keith said divest of him fucking quick or oh,
0: something like that. As in trade him, but don't bench him for like, who'd you bench him for?
2: He started Corey Davis, Corey Davis Thomas uh, Jarvis Landry.
0: I probably would have done the same. Yeah. yeah fantasy football is unpredictable. He that's, got like one target last week and then he got like 10 targets. That's this what Amari Cooper does though. On. He
2: shows up when he's not supposed to, and he shits the bed when he's supposed to go off.
0: I got a, tra- I got a trade here.
1: The oh, yeah. A giant punch is requesting that I trade. Uh, Dion De- Lewis for whatever T Coleman's first
0: name is. Tevin? Yeah, it's Kevin Coleman. It's gonna be a reject. <laughs> You're not even thinking about it. You don't even know his name. All right, whatever. Blowing up the spot. Uh, fun fact: Aaron smartly started Philip Lindsay over Royce Freeman. Lindsay outtouched Freeman 15 to eight.
1: Wow,
2: Aaron, I am impressed she with al- that He also has the
1: number one receiver has not played once on her team.
0: Oh, he comes up in these fun facts. There's more. Uh, fun it. fact: I only drafted four of my nine Week Two starters. Oh, wow! Yeah. wow. <laughs> All right, there you go. Now, now we're gonna get to some fun facts for uh, player related, not uh, not our individual team related. Yes. Uh, in 2018, Juju Smith Schuster averaged five targets a game. In 2018, he averages 14.
2: Okay, but hang on—is that even a real person, Aaron? Can you?
1: What is Smith? Is that the middle name?
2: Great question, Keith.
0: It's a hyphenated last name, so I'm sure his dad's name was Smith.
2: I think his middle name is Jew. <laughs> he, has,
1: he, he has an empowered. He has an empowered mother. How yes, many hyphens exactly. are there?
0: uh uh, there's just one um juju is j-u-j-u it's like bad juju the gun in uh destiny
2: what is Um, juju short for
0: uh julius jewish jewish
2: Ju, juju shushur Okay. Uh,
0: fun fact: Deshaun Jackson leads the league in receiving yards with 275, despite only having nine targets.
2: Okay, but also real quick to get back to Aaron: Did Aaron start him?
0: No. No. Okay. Week oh no! Or week two, but. On the uh, fun fact: Michael Thomas has 28 catches on 30 targets wow. through two games.
2: Greg, can you hit us with a wow for that one?
0: Wow. <laughs> Whereas Antonio Brown has three more targets and ten fewer catches. Wow. <laughs> uh fun fact Michael Thomas is currently on pace for 224 catches, 2,152 yards, and 24 touchdowns, which would net 471 fantasy points.
2: Pure
0: athlete,
2: yeah. That's a lot. Uh
0: Fun fact, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the overall number one scoring player in fantasy is on pace for 6,552 passing yards, 64 touchdowns, 280 <laughs> rushing yards, and eight rushing TVs.
1: <laughs> we should him 586
0: points. Wow. I'm going to go, I'm going to go pick him up. Yeah. Well, they, the waivers go through tomorrow. So if you want him, um, all right. And here we get, here we get to the most fun facts. Uh, Despite being number one and number two in our league, Keith Sr. and Mark haven't changed their team name or logo. Yeah.
2: That, look, to make
0: matters worse, they both have the same stupid generic silver helmet. Yeah.
2: It's tough to do the podcast analysis when you're having to refer to them as Keith, our ball, 22's team. It just does it doesn't really roll off the tongue. We need a little more effort from those guys, team names, logos.
0: All right, so I have a solution here. Yeah,
2: I was going to propose so, one, but let's hear
0: yours. Okay, after the success of the Kittle Giants, I've mm-hmm. decided to su- suggest a team name for both of them yes. based on movie titles.
2: Yep.
0: Um, so for Keith Sr., I'm going to go with Camarathon Man. Okay. Mm, mm. Okay, but this may be my favorite one. Wait, hang one on. Is there a, do
2: you have logos that you've thought of to be coupled with these team names?
0: I mean, I'm just going to take a fucking... Uh, uh, still store from Camar- Marathon Man and put Alvin Kamara on, you know, cut his head out. <laughs> That's kind of your thing, huh? Uh, <laughs> well, it gets better. For Mark's team, uh, I'm involving two players' names. Okay, I uh, like that. Uh, okay, listen to this one. Mahomward Brown.
2: Love it. And I like dogs, so...
0: Yeah, Perfect. so now you're cutting two players' heads off, putting them on dogs.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Although Antonio Brown could be a cat. Do you remember when the, the, the dog got the
1: the porcupine needles in his nose? Chance, Man, oh, Chance. was fucking terrible.
2: Yeah, Chance. He was crying. He was all whiny, whiny crying.
1: Oh, that was the Made worst. Made my heart
2: hurt. Yeah. yeah. Love Chance. Felt the real connection with him.
0: Anyway, those were the fun facts.
2: Uh, I liked it. I thought it was good.
0: So, uh
1: there was this show on ABC it was called Hang Time. <laughs> okay. and, and dick Dick Buckkiss was actually the coach of a high school co-ed basketball team. Okay, I was close editor. when
2: I said Mike Dicka.
1: Yeah, so Dick Buckkiss was the uh was the coach. And it was on ABC. Check it out.
2: Shout out to Bryce who always makes his fantasy team name a Dick and My butt
1: kiss. I would like to open up a new topic. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because this is all I have to live for besides my beautiful fiance and dog. Um, best wrestling games. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, okay.
1: <laughs> um, Chris Whittier, my longtime friend is a big fan, fan of um, WCW NWO revenge. Uh-huh. I was hoping nice. to hear, hear your opinions.
0: <clears throat> uh, Wow, on revenge or on best wrestling on games? best wrestling games uh, I'm gonna so I, I think I have to go with no mercy but uh, honorable mention goes to uh, Smackdown here comes the pain on PS2 what? Wow, uh-huh. are you serious wow.
2: a PS2 wrestling game
0: yeah Smackdown here comes the pain is so good
2: that, no uh, this should be like limited to N64 and Playstation 1
0: alright no mercy no Mercy.
2: Um, what was the one that we played a shit ton of? Was that No Mercy? The we one played a shit N64. ton of No
0: Mercy. We played a shit ton of WrestleMania 2000. <laughs> but Pot Sticker was on uh, Warzone.
2: Yeah. So that's, I'll say No Mercy as a like 1B or a close runner up. But the best was definitely Warzone. And that was on PlayStation 1, right?
0: Well, it was on PlayStation 1 and Nintendo 64. Uh we also played WWF Attitude which was just like Warzone 1.5 so you might be conflating those two. Uh
2: yeah, I don't know which one is which, but I'm like I'm no matter what the game is, I'm real big on creative player and really just like any kind of customization or personalization of characters, teams, players, whatever it is. And the creative player on that game was fucking sick. I made captain underpants he was like a fault a fat bald guy
1: what was the first wrestling game where you could create a player it was on stone cold was on the cover war Man. zone war zone yeah that was that was the that was my favorite one just because it was the first time that you know g baby kess got to come to life you just and,
2: made yourself
1: oh yeah for sure long <laughs> blonde hair just flowing out what and, was your finisher it was similar to a combination of um, the Razor's Edge and yes. um, X-Pox Finisher, uh, which is basically the Razor's Edge where you put them with their face down at the end, so you flip I them hope. over your back. So
0: yeah, I mean, so you're you you're doing like the power bomb into like the face buster. Yeah, correct. Yeah, uh, but yeah, th- that's complex, an okay man. finisher. It's sort of it's for more like cruiser weights um if Uh you're not if you're not hitting like a stunner or rock bottom i don't i don't give a fuck
2: i mean the rock bottom was only cool because the rock did it it's not actually a cool move
0: yeah but when you make it your creator wrestler you get the animations of the rock so you know you have just as much charisma as him right it's beautiful quick uh quick side note
1: uh i'm teaching today and uh currently no, like the classroom hey today. Like, picture yourself in my classroom, and I'm pulling up a video on the French Revolution, and I click on YouTube, and the screen on my screen is reflected on the big screen, so oh the no. kids can see what I'm googling. Oh no! And oh no. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and the first thing that says like suggestions on YouTube his uh, gold, gold dust breaks character. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, I, I, and I look over at the like the uh, you fucking mark and I look over at the left hand side and it's like my personal Gmail signed into YouTube, <laughs> not like my teaching account. I'm like, oh God.
2: Did anybody say anything?
1: <laughs> no, like the kids like probably don't know what the fuck a gold yeah, dust exactly. is. Those
2: fucking nerds, they don't even know who gold dust is. Fuck them. Idiots. Uh,
1: fuck them. Uh, you ready for Power Rankings?
2: I am, Greg. Are you I'm, ready for Power I'm gonna,
1: Rankings? I'm going to let you guys go because this is all I have to look forward to the week, so I want to actually listen to it rather yeah. than be a part of it. Sounds <laughs> <Okay>. good.
0: <laughs> Spoiler alert, you're seven.
1: Yeah, shout out to Bryce. I miss you. I hope the beer, uh, beer industry is going well. Um, can't <laughs> wait to see you sometime in the near future.
2: Cool. Killed it. Um All right, power rankings, let's go.
0: From the top to the bottom. All right. We got uh Keith Sr. He is most senior at
2: the moment. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. He did Uh, he he, finally made it there. He's undefeated. Uh 2-0, 2-0, has the most points in the league. He's the clear number one guy right now.
2: And he wasn't before, which makes him a
0: rapper. Uh Number two, interestingly enough, this man won last week and dropped and lost this week and rose. Uh, Mark? Uh, number three, Andrew, you've dropped to three with your loss.
2: Yeah, uh, I appreciate being at number three, but after last week, I feel like I should probably even be lower.
0: Yeah, but I wasn't going to make number four. Uh, horse named Pavel uh, because of the Joe Mixon injury. Yeah, true. Uh, and at number five, I've got me a giant punch,
2: and that's a stay.
0: It's a stay. Stay. Uh, number six, Kittle Giants. Uh, lost. He won, but he, you know, he's. He's out of the playoffs, number six in standings right now. Uh, Then number seven and eight, you know, we got Greg and Aaron. Greg uh, has the one win and point like eight points over Aaron. So he's number seven. And that leaves Aaron.
2: Uh, Real quick, I just want to say. Looking at these power rankings, I think three, four, five, and six are all almost like interchangeable at this point in the season,
0: Oh, totally. I mean, you, me, and Bryce are all within like seven points of each other, and then uh and then Curtis is like seven points below me, so yeah, literally. And in six of the eight teams are one and one, so it's really tough to tell. right
2: I do now. think there's some accuracy in uh, Keith Senior and Mark, kind of floating to the top, but that middle pool is anyone's game at this point.
0: Sure, uh, I I'm still Keith Senior's team still makes me nervous.
2: Yeah, waiting waiting for that bust week.
0: Yeah, I I would like if I could I choose Keith seen here on Mark's team, I'd probably choose Mark's team, yeah. but way too early.
2: Also, well, yeah, Pat Mahomes. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Mahomeward Brown. Mahomeward Brown.
2: You want to do the preview?
0: Sure. Let's
1: Bring me back
2: somebody, uh, so the first matchup, uh, myself, Zeke and the plumbers going up against Greg, the wet woodies. Um, I, if, we uh, if I got to pick someone, I am just going to pick myself.
0: Yeah. I'm picking you two until, uh, Greg's team has a good week. I'm going to always pick against him.
2: Nice. Uh, horse Pavel's horse. We're going to just going to start shortening that to Pavel's horse versus uh camarathon man. Yeah. That's gonna be a uh, close one. I would probably have to look at the matchups to pick one, but um uh, in the interest of time I'm just gonna pick Camarathon Man. Fuck you Bryce.
0: Yeah. Uh in the interest of me not picking exactly the same as you I'll just go with Bryce.
2: That brings us to the next matchup you vagina punch versus Curtis's Kittle Giants.
0: <laughs> the showdown oh shit
2: uh this the reason this is the showdown is because this is the wide receiver bowl the both of you guys have outrageous wide receiver cores uh so you have devonta adams Stefan diggs uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and for some reason, let me pull up your... Bench. And then I have
0: Doug Baldwin and Julian Edelman on the bench. On the bench.
2: And then Skittle Giants, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, and T.Y. Hilton, and then Golden Tate on the bench. So just like outrageous. Uh Like compared to my team, both of you have wide receiver threes that are better than my wide receiver two. Uh, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's tough. It's a little tough too. Like it makes me nervous. Like I would rather like, believe me, I would much rather come playoff time if I made it have Ezekiel Elliott and Le'Veon Bell. Uh, but you know, the fact that Stefan Diggs or DeAndre Hopkins or Devontae Adams could have, you know, 20 plus points any given week is, uh, it's, it's pretty comforting.
2: And, uh, we still know nothing of Le'Veon Bell. So.
0: Yeah. So Kittle Giants is projected to win. Thanks to a, di- a little bit of a question mark when it comes to JGI status mm-hmm. going into week three. But what I like about my team is that I have some pretty good matchups Like I, my, my stack of cousins and digs, they're going against Buffalo delicious. Uh, I've got Zach Ertz going and hopefully Jay Ajayi going against the Colts who
2: showed up last week. So I don't know what to make of them.
0: Sure. But I, you know, I do have Deion Lewis going against Jacksonville. I don't even know if I'm going to play him, Yeah, Uh, but Deandre Hopkins going against the Giants, Russell Wilson going against the Cowboys. Like I have a lot of good matchups.
2: Yeah, I mean he gets so New Orleans and Atlanta play. So he gets Michael Thomas and Julio Jones in a game together and I just I just feel like they're both going to catch like two touchdowns each for like yeah, 120 uh, yards.
0: I'm dreading it. Um but yeah. I'll probably get the win.
2: I'm also going to pick the Skittle Giants.
0: Uh fine.
2: Riggins rigs versus Mark's team. Who are you picking?
0: Uh, fuck it. I'm taking Riggins rigs.
2: <laughs> you want to qualify that or explain it at all? Or
0: uh, I I love Drew Brees against the Falcons. Um, and that's it.
2: All right. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Mark's team. Safe. Did you want to talk about any obscure video game categories or were you ready to be done?
0: No, I think I'm done. I think any sort of uh, time that we had at the end of this episode to talk was taken up by Greg.
2: Well, Greg also shot me a text earlier in the week uh, about sport sports video games and then specifically within that snowboarding video games. Ooh. And I think he was like, oh, which one was better 1080 or I forget the other one he gave me and I was like no neither it's SSX and Snowboard Kids
0: Uh, I was gonna say it better the other one better be Snowboard Kids and we better agree that it's better 1080 is crap compared to SSX and Snowboard Kids is like the best snowboarding game of all time agreed all right